Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's Rodney with Cole. Hello. Hello, delayed Cole. Uh, Will again is not joining us. Oh, was that how delayed was that? That was pretty delayed. That was like a five second delay it seemed like. Me and the audience were just waiting for you to chime in on your hello. Rough. Anyways, uh, today we're going to be talking about Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, I did a review video which is available on our YouTube page, so check that out for uh, some gameplayage and uh, my honest thoughts. But we'll uh, we'll talk about it right now on this uh, episode. It's going to be great. Uh, Cole, what are your first initial thoughts on the game? Uh, it looks great. I haven't had a chance to play it, but I watched the the video, so I'm going to be the I'm going to be in the co-pilot seat asking you questions about what the viewers want to know from uh, an outside perspective. Great, and uh, Rodney's flying this plane. It's taking off right now. I like how this song's called Duel in the Sky. That's such a nice segue into our podcast, Cole. Into our topics. Yes, into our topics. Uh, All right, so Wolfenstein Youngblood came out last Friday. And I was super sick last week, actually, so I got Thursday off and Friday off, and I basically beat this game in a day. Uh, it wasn't very long. You were super sick, finger quotation marks. No, I was actually sick. Um, but yeah, I get your drift there, Mister Cole. Uh, yeah, yeah. The game wasn't <laughs> the game wasn't very long, but then again, you only paid thirty bucks for it, so I'm a little forgiving on that. I, I kind of knew there was a catch to the price tag Wolf, being Wolf so small. Full, What's full that? Price releases like they're usually like seventy dollars games. Yeah, yeah. Wolfenstein's uh, usually your seventy dollars games. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and I would pay seventy dollars for the first two, like the New Order and New Colossus. I'd pay seventy bucks each for. So, but yeah, so this one was this one was kind of like a twenty nine ninety nine expansion. Ah, uh, I wouldn't call it an expansion. I was actually talking in the Discord with. Uh, Bradley and Eric today uh, more or less bitching about why our site's not up yet but um, I said some hilarious things I might read them on the air me and my vulgarness <laughs> anyways while well, I'm getting that ready um, the yeah the game was about I'd say about 10 hours long so you get about mm-hmm. I'd say 10 hours if you take your time if you're blazing through it I think you can beat it in like 6 hours what difficulty were you playing on uh, the second hardest one Okay. Yeah. And but you you were talking about the difficulty in the last Wolfenstein game was kind of um it was brutal. A little it was sorry. No, no, yeah, it was it was compared to New Order, New Colossus had a huge difficulty ramp uh, it ramped up super hard and Adam and I were talking about this on the last uh, Wolfenstein podcast that we did, but it was really really hard. Uh I played on the second difficulty again on this on New Colossus and it was just ridiculously punishing. So. so did you try the hardest difficulty at all, or you you stopped at the the second hardest? Like you just are like I'm going in. 
this well, year. Well, I was going solo most of the time because not a lot of people had the game. We'll get into the co-op later, but um, not a lot of people had the game. Mm -hmm. So I was playing with my AI buddy most of the time, which was fine, actually. Um, I went into that a little bit into the video, but not in depth. So I'll get into depth with it here. So the I said this on the mm -hmm. podcast when Adam told me what Youngblood was about. And he said it's a co-op game where you're playing as the twins. I got a little fucking excited. And I mm. uh, then started thinking about, well, what if nobody shows up co-op-wise? Then you get a stupid AI dummy that uh, follows you around and gets killed. And you love AI dummies. Oh, man. Fuck. I just thought, like, your entire squad on Halo 5 was, like, about as smart as a second coat of paint. Like, they were just not fucking pulling their weight. Rough. Um, anyway, so I, I'm over the, I've opened the Discord now. Um, holy shit, we talked a lot today on the Discord, on the on the team chat. This isn't on the general channel, but uh, yeah, we're, we were talking about um, uh, we were talking about how there's another YouTube channel called Video Games Now or Video Game Now. It was missing the S, fuckers. We Video Game Now. I I found that channel and I'm trying to find it again and I cannot find it again. But I did find it once, so I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find Shut it. They only down. had like four subscribers. And five Shut. Videos. Well, those could be our four subscribers. Shut them down. Um, Shut up. <laughs> video game now. Video game video now. Game. Take a hike. We're adding the S and taking over. And then there was video video game news. Yeah, video game news. Video, those guys. Yeah, I was been, looking up some of their stuff. Yeah, they've been around for a while. They though. only have Hello Neighbor. I'm like, what's their main? Like, what's the bread and butter of their channel? And they have like 2,000 Hello Neighbor videos, which is a game where you like have to break into your neighbor's house and. Like I don't know, steal stuff, but it's like, it's just all mods and these two guys playing Hello Neighbor. That's it. That's the whole channel. Really? So we need to play Hello Neighbor and then shut yeah, down I, video I, game news, and we'll be the fucking kingpin. I'm just. Kidding. They have 1.5 thousand videos on Hello Neighbor mods. <laughs> I'm not um, even kidding. I'm on. I'm on there right now. I'm on their their uh, site right now. Yeah, anyways, yeah, so, so pretty, yeah. um, I was saying on the chat, uh, in the Discord, I said, hope the website gets sorted out soon, and Eric said, me too, and then I said, this website server thing's turning into a fucking headache, like such a dog fuck. That's just me generally talking in real life, that's just how I talk. Um, not like Cole's pretty mouth. I like pretty. It. Pretty. Pretty. <laughs> um, and then, uh, they asked me how much it costs, and I told them, and it, it's a lot and um, Eric's like how much is that and I said it's like 20 bucks American and then we just started ragging on the con the conversion rate and how shitty it is it's good for the film industry it is good for the film industry the industry we work in and then yeah. and then we have too many shows here that we can't even fucking crew it and then oh yeah awful awful yeah, awful awful well it's awful because we just then promote incompetencies so, whatever. Anyways, enough talking Two incompetencies. about... I'm drinking some whiskey right now, so... You're drinking the whiskey, and I'm drinking nothing. I didn't, I didn't even bring my water bottle. It's like a new joke now on the, on the Video Games Podcast. Oh, come on. Uh, anyway, so... Back to whatever we were talking about. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Wolfenstein. So, so yeah. So, the, the AI actually was pretty intelligent. They were actually killing things, and... and um, they kind of offset her with a with a little bit of an advantage basically because you're doing the fucking game by yourself most of the time whereas if you, when you're downed if you're playing with two people you have to get your partner to come back and revive you and it's like hold x and it's like a one and a half second thing where you're holding x and reviving your partner your typical reviver yeah yeah but when it's your when it's an ai friend when you're down if they're near you and you just keep like smashing A to for because you push A to call for help or you push X to just bleed out. I'm just like smashing A and they just insta res you. Just boot, you're right back in it, and that's super mm. nice. Um, because nice. they're like they're shooting bad guys and then they just insta res you and you're back in the game. Um, and the other thing that I actually kind of liked was the shared live system. So you had uh, mm. uh, you could get up to three shared lives, so you start with none. And then you find these crates throughout the levels that require both you and your partner to open, and uh, they give you sh an, a shared live. So when you get killed, 
um, you just get knocked down, and then if your partner comes and re- revives you, then that's then it's all good. But um, if you bleed out, then you use a shared life. Or if both you and your partner die, one of you has to bleed out and use a shared life, and then try to re- resurrect the other one before they use another shared life. So okay, so for these shared lives, do you start the level with three of them, or you no. start the level with zero, and you have to find them throughout the level? You start the game with zero, and then. Y- everything carries over in this game including um ammo so okay so if i have full ammo and i go and i do a mission and i use like 90 percent of my ammo and then die and have to start the level over i have 10 percent of my ammo like everything carries over um from when you die yeah it's fucking rough uh Mm. especially at the beginning of the game when you because you can upgrade all your weapons we'll get into that in a little bit but um so when you have a limited amount of ammo capacity, you run out of ammo so fast, and it's really hard to. Uh, basically, you have to only use the submachine gun because that's what everyone fucking has in the, in the game. So, but yeah, it mm. was it was. Uh, a, is there shared like ammunition? Like there's, I I know that there's a huge weapon roster like heavy weapons and there's yeah, a yeah. bunch of different ones do they all share the same ammunition or do you have to find separate ammunition for each gun each gun has its own ammunition which is really annoying actually but then again um the only th- game that is really done like the small ammo medium ammo heavy ammo was like apex and fortnite really like the the, the battle royale games where you can't really um try to go go out and try to find specific ammunition for guns is that'd be just super unfair um, so this mm. is kind of standard FPS. Find the ammo for the for the gun that you're using. But there's only there's only okay. around. Um, well, there's eight slot. Is there eight? Yeah, there's eight weapon slots. And then the heavy weapon slot that mm-hmm. you have, you can choose four different. Um, you can choose four different heavy weapons, and they all have their own ammo too. So there's really twelve. How many heavy weapons are there? There's in four. The game? There's four. There's the uh, the Uber Hammer, okay, which is so my you favorite. Can't- Oh, no, you can carry yeah, all four of them at the same time. Okay. Yeah, so you have a heavy weapon slot, and then once you get all four heavy weapons, they all occupy the same spot. But the stupid thing is, is if I have the Uber Hammer, but I want to switch to, like, the diesel, like, grenade launcher thing, I have to, like, mm-hmm. literally hide because I have to open my weapon wheel with right bumper and then use the D-pad to flick over in that same spot to, to the diesel like grenade launcher thing and then they switch weapons but when you're getting shot at by f- literally everything and you're like I need my uber hammer right fucking now you have to literally hide to do it because you have to take your fingers off all the thumbsticks to do it it's fucked <laughs> when you were playing the game I, I watched a little thing up of the game and each of the sisters one's a heavy and one's a stealthy one is that, that correct um yeah, at the beginning of the game, you you choose what power you have, I guess. So you can have the crush ability, which is like, you if you're sprinting and you run into an enemy, you just basically fucking run right through him and he like disintegrates into nothing. Pull him over? Yeah, and uh, the other one is yeah. you can turn invisible for a short period of time. But you can get both powers in the game later on. If you want, I didn't. I never got the stealth one because that just wasn't my playstyle. I just ran through everything. Mm. Um, so yeah, I found that uh, interesting that. At the beginning of the game, you can choose who's going to be the stealthy person and whatever, right? Like, if I went in and just started and basically tanked, and then this other person just cleaned everybody up. But, f- frick, there was some... Okay, yeah, because you said you everybody was shooting at you, so you got to go hide. And I was like, usually Wolfenstein's kind of associated with a lot of stealth, or I know the later ones are. Yeah, so you... you don't, you're not, it's not your style. You like to run and gun? Yeah, I like to run and gun, for sure. And in this game, they introduced the level-up system, and you actually get more experience if you sneak through the room and don't set off any alarms. So if you haven't played the game yet, very hit keep, man. Yeah, keep keep that in mind. Um, I only did that once in the whole. Yeah, game. what are some new things? Yeah, they they did that. Yeah, where it's like an RPG now, where the other Wolfenstein's aren't really that way. They're just shoot 'em up. Uh, they're kind of they're running gunner style. Yeah, things. the game feels like a Wolfenstein game. Like it 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 didn't lose any Wolfenstein charm. Um, but it just added these extra things. I think, uh, Bradley was saying in the discord earlier in our chat that, uh, 
they were kind of testing the waters with this one. They wanted to see how people felt about it. So it did feel like a Wolfenstein game. So if you're a mm-hmm. Wolfenstein fan and you're you're kind of lukewarm about this game just based off the gameplay and stuff and, and the stuff they've introduced, uh, it definitely is a Wolfenstein game. It feels it feels good. They just added the co-op feature, the level up system, uh, the huge customization options for your weapons, and uh, and and your character too. So um, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Oh, and yeah, that, you were saying something. Oh, spoilers. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You finish up first before um, I change topic. The, yeah, the other thing, too, is they've added currency, which is how you upgrade your weapons. And, and, uh, which is silver. It's silver. And it's literally everywhere. Like, you go, every room has, like, a stack of silver in it, but it might have, like, one or two or three coins of silver. And then, but you find all these crates everywhere and you open them, and there's, like, 50 silver or 100 silver in there. So there's silver literally everywhere. There's Nazis just leaving their silver around. Yeah, and it costs about two to five hundred silver per upgrade. And when I like per upgrade, each gun has about five different upgrade slots, and you can choose one of three upgrades for each slot. So you can do one that increases Mm. the. Basically, you want you want three of the same set, and then it gives you a perk. So I always got the one at the bottom. Uh, which increased the damage, overall damage of the weapon, because I'm a running gunner, so I need shit to die now. <laughs> mm. So, um, yeah, you want to shot one shot with that shotgun? Boom. Yeah, which the shotgun I felt got they nerfed did it, they, s- super hard. By the way, like the, it just wasn't worth it. The shotgun you needed the assault rifles or submachine guns. I actually used the new marksman rifle. Um, because the I was I said this in the mm. video on YouTube, but the marksman rifle in the in the was it the first game or the second one? I can't remember. But anyway, so the marksman rifle in the original Wolfenstein or the I say the original, but it's the last two. Anyways, uh, it ran out of ammo so fast, and you're like, it's kind of not worth it to just hide behind cover and just snipe the dudes. Because you you know I'm such a shitty shot with a sniper half the time. Uh, that I missed the first mm. two shots, and then I finally nailed the third shot, and then I've only killed three people, and I'm out of ammo. It's like, well, fuck. Like, you know, it's not worth it to to just sit back and snipe, so that's why I kind of adopted the running gun strategy with, with Wolfenstein. Um, but then again, the mm. shotgun was mo- was a monster. It just mowed everybody down. Um, but in this one, the marksman rifle was just super boss, because most of the enemies, because they have, everybody has shield now, most of the enemies were weak to marks. Yeah, I was going to ask about that health. Yeah, the health's okay. Um, later on in the game, actually early on in the game, nobody has shield except for like all the the mechanical type enemies. And all you need to beat them mm. is your, this marksman rifle or the pistol and like grenades and that and or a laser gun. And the that. way that the health works is it's not just a standard health bar. There's like sh- white shield, and then you have to knock the shield down, and then they're pretty squishy after that. So yeah. is it like a the shield's the tough part, and then once you get to the like the basic health, then they just explode. Yeah, and uh, but if you still use the gun that's good against their shield on them, it does more damage still. So, for example, okay, there's so there's two different types of shields. There's um, I, I call it the blocky type. So most of the mechanical enemies in the game had this blocky type shield, and that was mm-hmm. like I said, the pistol and the marksman rifle was the best against that kind of shield. And if you got a headshot, that did double damage. And uh, if if you got the fucking sweet upgrade that I got, because that marksman rifle starts off as a assault rifle, and then you I did the tactical upgrades okay. for like for like the scope and the magazine and all this kind of stuff, and it turned it into a semi-automatic like marksman rifle. And I'm like, fucking yeah, this is my mm-hmm. jam. So yeah, that that gun slayed. So I, that was my pretty much. That and the shotgun, and uh, there's one other gun I used all the time. Uh, oh, well, like the, the Uber Hammer once I got it. How was it. the pistol? Uh, the pistol Oh, was... yeah, you were talking about the Uber Hammer a lot in your video. Oh, dude, that Uber Hammer slays. It's such a lifesaver. So get the Uber Hammer and don't ever not use it. Don't, like, save it for special occasions. Just you're saying if use you were... You said if a room was filled with split shield enemies, you just drop the Uber Hammer on them and then it disintegrates everybody? Yeah, because it's a laser weapon. So it works good on uh, on all the mechanical enemies, and it's just so OP that it just wipes out all the all the other dudes, and it, yeah, it saves you so nice. much time. But uh, so yeah, the other shield is um, they're like little white strips, I guess. 
so they're they're really thin white lines that's their shield um, and that is like submachine gun if you have the assault rifle on still on the assault rifle uh, that would work fine um, what else the shotgun works good so basically high fire rate weapons work good on, against these guys so later on in the game you have to fight these I don't know what they're actually called I would call them like commando chicks so these commando chicks would charge you, and they would have a bajillion shield health, but they're all the little strips. So you just gotta fly in there with a shotgun, and just, like, slide in and shoot them three times, and they're dead. So. Single tap it? Yeah, well, it's boom, boom, triple boom. barrel shotgun. Triple so, tap? Yeah. It was nice. Oh, yeah. nice. Uh, but yeah, the, the shotgun I thought was super nerfed. Because I would unload on a mechanical enemy even after his shield was gone, and it would still take, like, five, six, seven shots to, to take him down. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, I, I say it all the time. I'm not... The only thing that really turns me off about Wolfenstein is I'm not a big fan of the uh, the mechanical. Like, I don't really like games with mechanical yeah. enemies in it too much. That just doesn't really... That's not really interesting to me. I like the squish. I like the pop. I like, like monsters and... Uh, I don't know. That's why I like Gears of War, you know? Like, when you're yeah. popping Locust and they, they blow up. And I mean, I know that they do do that in... Wolfenstein, but I think uh, Doom is more of my uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, my way of doing it. Chainsawing demons in half. Yeah, that's that's the way to go. But at the same time, yeah. But it looks like the story. Like, to, uh, what's a little bit about the story? If you want to get into that at all, like, uh, for, this takes place eighteen years after yes, the second one. So this is eighteen years. So if you haven't played Wolfenstein two, somewhat of a spoiler, I guess. Um, so it's eighteen years after the uh, events of Wolfenstein two. We have. Uh, no music, and I'm, it's bothering me, so let's... Uh, there we go. Fantastic world. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's 18 years after uh, Wolfenstein 2. Blaskowitz, BJ Blaskowitz is still alive. So is his freaking wife, I, you would imagine, because she was fucking Prager slaying Nazis at the end of 2, so you would think she came back around and... With you know, twinsies. With twinsies, yeah. That's 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 heroic. That was... I was saying to Adam that she kind of had no character in the first one or the second one. And then at the end, she's like on top of Blaskowitz, like huge Pregger's belly and just fucking slaying Nazis, like dual wielding. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, so uh, to the moms of the world, happy Mother's Day. Yeah. So, yeah, it takes place 18 years, like I've said, fourth time now. Um and Blaskowitz is showing his one daughter Jess, who's the person I chose, this twin I chose, because I just I just didn't like the look of the other one, and they didn't they kind of didn't look the same honestly, but whatever. <laughs> Very uh, classy of you. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah. So he's showing her how to hunt, and then they bring you know it's this whole like family thing, uh, family cutscene, and then it it cuts forward in time to Jess and Sophie, the twins, uh, at this. Um, this base, this base that's going to be your home base, which is the catacombs in Paris, and they're talking about how their dad's gone missing and they want to find their dad. So that's the whole game: is you're just trying to find your dad, and then there's these three brother gates in Paris, uh, or sorry, three brother computers. They're, that's their code name or whatever is brothers, and basically you have to try to get into where these computers are, kill their Uber commanders, steal their keys. And then it's two keys per computer, and you have to, like, at the same time with your partner, unlock the computer so this chick can hack it. And then you basically control all of Paris once you have the, um, once you have these computers. And you can locate Lab X, which is where BJ Blazkowicz is, and then that's the end of the game is Lab X. So. So you, that's, it's basically, like, each, um, brother computer is, like, a different... Uh, is it almost like a different area or is it like yeah just is it all pretty much the same just like Paris in it's it's uh, an alternate future it's well it's Paris in an alternate future but it's all the areas were kind of the same it was kind of just dis- the world kind of disappointed me I'm not gonna lie um, it was like 10 different instance areas inside new Paris so it's all like Nazi ridden like townscape like rubble townscape mm. with like a couple Nazi soldiers and mechanical dudes and whatever the fuck. So yeah, that the world was super disappointing. Um, but yeah, it, so there was no like grass level and 
desert level. It was all just like it was just all town, urban, town, urban, rebel town, urban puke fest town. Yeah, it was it was not not impressive. There was a sewers though, wasn't there? Yeah. So the one thing I did like about the world is it gave you the option to do to tackle each brother computer however the fuck you wanted. So if you wanted to just literally guns a blazing take on everything at the brother gate, which opens to the area where the brother computer is, you can do that. And I did that for brother two and it was fucking hard. It was super hard, but I ended up winning. And that's when I had an actual person helping me, I think. And oh no, it, I still had my AI. That was the only reason I was able to do it is because I could get insta-rezzed. Um, so yeah, I ended up winning and opening the brother gate and then going through and, and doing that brother computer from the gate. The shitty thing is, is when you're done, you come out through the brother gate again and all the enemies have respawned. So you've just basically beat the, like beat the area and then you open the gate and then like fucking everything that wants to kill you turns around and goes, Hey, there they are. And they start shooting at you and you're like, fuck, I have to beat this whole thing again. Yeah, it was rough. That's kind of a weird choice. Like, I mean, like in Far Cry, for instance, when in Far Cry 3, when you liberate each area, like all the enemies disappear from that area. So there's not really a lot of like replayability. So people are like, oh, bring back the enemies. But now it sounds like they kind of did something similar in this. And I don't know. It, they might have to do some work on that. Yeah. Um, before I get into that, um, the other way you can get in is through the sewers. So you can basically find the sewers that take you underneath the brother gate and into the area where the brother computer is and it's way safer like it's way safer but it's pitch black you have to either use your pistol with a flashlight or upgrade your shotgun with a flashlight so you can see in the sewers and it's it's actually super challenging in the sewers too but it's way easier than the brother gate is it the same enemies in the sewers just like more yeah there's not really many mechanical enemies down there there's like the diesel dudes and the like the beam dudes but that's about it there's no like mega fucking megalith mechanical dude well, like there is at the brother gate but when you like i know you don't like the non cool there types. was some type of like sorry yeah you, no go, go ahead go ahead your latency I would say it would be kind of cool if they did have like uh i know i know it's terrible <laughs> uh i i wonder if they had like a uh experimented on humanoid or so you know what i mean like i think it'd be a cool way to shape up a a new enemy type or something when you go into the sewers but yeah. uh yeah, yeah it just sounds like it's all the a lot of the same enemies okay actually side note okay so at the end of two spoiler alert for the end of two so just skip ahead 10 seconds or whatever so at the end of two you kill the general the blonde bitch that i hated in the first one and i wanted to kill um and then that was the end of the game <laughs> And I guess there was DLC for it, but I never played the DLC, but then I started playing this one, and it's like, oh, BJ Blazkowicz killed Hitler. I'm like, when? Like, where the fuck was I? Like, I played the whole fucking game, and then all of a sudden, Hitler's dead. Uh, mind you, he was looking pretty rough when I saw him in the game. In the, in 2. Like, he was on, mm-hmm. he was on Venus, and, uh, he was looking really rough. That, that whole Venus like side story or it wasn't even the side story it was the main story but that whole section of the story was so fucking entertaining holy shit um you haven't played two have you good story no i haven't um okay so yeah basically um you go there to i can't remember what you're going there for something oh you're going there to get the launch codes or something for some fucking nuclear thing i can't even remember anymore but, um, so, there's an audition. Oh, yeah, this is after you get executed and then brought back to life. Fucking long story. Um, but anyways, so they all think you're dead, and now they want to make a movie of how they executed you, so they are getting all these actors to go to Venus to audition in front of Hitler to, to show him that they have what it takes to play the monster that BJ Blazkowicz is. So, they, so BJ Blazkowicz... <laughs> Um, goes to an act to an actor's house, knocks him out, steals his identity, flies to Venus to play himself, and um, so the first actor goes up and he like tries to play B.J. Blazkowicz and he like doesn't do it right, mm-hmm. so Hitler just kills him. He's like, "You suck." He kills him, and then um, you go in there and you try to act out like this stunt fight scene, and then you just do it for real. He's <laughs> just this Nazi guy like pretending to fight you, and you just take his gun away and shoot him. And then Hitler's like, oh my god, that's the guy. That's the guy that's playing PJ Flaskowitz. Uh, yeah, it was funny. So. 
and then you kill Hitler. I, I, you didn't kill Hitler in that section of the story, though. You, you did it probably in the the DLC, which you didn't play. Yeah, that's probably where it was. Anyways, I probably said skip ahead ten seconds, mm. and then people skipped ahead ten seconds, and now I'm talking about the fucking game still. Jesus. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, uh, we were talking about the brother gates the and sewers, the weapon type, the uh, exiting variety of exiting the feckin' uh, the brother gate, and they're all like, "Hey, um, yeah." What I didn't like about all the enemies respawning is it made you feel like you were not making any progress whatsoever in each of the areas. So you would go in there, you would like kill freaking everything. And then you would leave and come back, and they were all back where they started again, or they even spawned back in while you were still in the same mission area. Like, you would kill them, go, you know... So, you, like, you haven't even cleared out the first wave and the second wave's already... Or you haven't finished out the second wave and the first wave's already well, back? Well, no, you finish the first wave, and then you go to, like, three or four other areas that are in the same area-ish as that first area, but then you come back, and they're, like, already spawning in again. You're like, really? Like, fuck off. Like, no progress made. And you, mm. you don't have... At the beginning, you just don't have the ammunition to fight everything, so you have to e either sneak up and kill everything with stealth, or just get your partner to, if they're the AI, to just kill everything, because they have all the ammo, and it's unlimited, apparently. Oh, by the way, your partner is a mm. fucking tank. Like, this, um, um, Panzerhound would just breathe fire directly on her, and she was just taking it like a champ, and I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like... I saw that clip in your, your video. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, and, and that's not even... Like, that's pretty tame, too. Like, um, I'm in an area where I'm just getting shot like crazy, and I die, and then I turn to her, and she's just getting lit up like nobody's business, and she's just standing there reloading her gun all casually. And then I'm, like, mashing A, like, come res me, and she, like, is able to run over and res me. And it's like, if that was me, man, I'd be so fucking dead. Like, her difficulty <laughs> as the AI must be on, like, easy, the easiest one. She's just soaking up all the bullets. I mean, it would be pretty broken if you constantly had to go res your uh, your partner all the time. That would be a pain in the ass to do throughout yeah, that, the whole game, especially on harder difficulties. So yeah. I can see why they would just make it a bullet sponge. Ken, did you ever see your partner go down at all? Oh, yeah, they went down for sure. Um, oh, okay. And, and then it was the same, like, one and a half second res kind of timing uh, as it would be on a real human. So, but it's funny that you say that because that's literally what Halo 5 was. Is like you, It was like you were... Like, why the fuck do I have a team? Like, I'm literally resing them the entire time. I might as well just play solo. A better chance of winning. Yeah. So. <clears throat> that's why I mentioned Halo 5 in my video. But anyways, uh... Yeah, so I just... I wish the world was a bit more expansive. Mind you... What they made fits into the story. So I, I get why they made it that way, but it just... It didn't... It didn't appeal to me. It didn't appeal to me to just be strictly in an urban environment. Mm -hmm. Like at least spice it up. Like put a like um, you went to all the different instance points in the game via metro train. So and that was the only place that you were safe. But like what they could have added a mission where you're on the metro train and the train's moving at lightning fast speed and you have to fucking clear the train out now of all the Nazis that boarded your train or something. You know what I mean? Like they could have switched it up like something like that. Yeah, it's almost open world to the point that it's like. You're just doing the same thing. You know, it's almost just a filler. You yeah, know, everything you just go from one A to B and just do the same thing over and over and over again. The illusion of an open world. Yeah, I feel like this game was a vertical slice for a bigger Wolfenstein game later. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like you said, they're testing it out. It seems kind of a weird way to do it, but at twenty nine ninety nine, it's not bad. Well, I rated it eight eight and a half out of ten, and I rated it mm. eight and a half out of ten because the game was fucking balanced, like. It didn't like it was like the Wolfenstein New Order when you died. It's like, yeah, I died, but if I do this next time, I'll win. And sure enough, like it's it just took deductive reasoning and a little bit of planning and and a bit of fucking balls to clear the areas in Wolfenstein New Order. And I felt like that was the same thing for this one, mm. you know. And you took, yeah. you took more risks in this one because you knew you had a partner that could res you. That was the other thing too. Yeah, and then you can also there's some areas that have a higher difficulty with the like the leveling up system. So you would have to take on harder areas, or you could 
take on harder areas or easier areas? Well, how the, did that really the, work? Uh, well, you had the level system, right? So you could do, mm. and they basically made the level system because everything was open world and you can do anything in whatever order you wanted minus the Lab X part that was last. So you, I did Brother 1 first, and then I went and did Brother 3 and came back and did Brother 2. So when I went to Brother 2, all the enemies have scaled up to my level. Okay. Yeah, so that's how that worked. It wasn't that bad. Cool. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun, but I, I kind of want to play the game again with, like, a human partner that isn't a fucking noob. Holy fucking shit, Cole. I got the most what? noob dude ever. Like, Oh, you that level 2 guy? No, no, the level 2 guy was fine. He was at least talking on his microphone and, and being friendly, and I'm like, oh, I'll power level you. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> um, this guy. So, it was the first mission. His name was, like, Noodle Box or some bullshit. Um, yeah, but anyways, this is the first mission you ever played. Like you this, just dropped in. This is like, like oh, nine thirty. Like the game came out a half hour ago, so I knew for sure that everybody playing this game was either going to be a fucking super noob or super the into best. Wolfenstein. Yeah, so yeah. I got the f the first guy like joined and then just fucking left. So fuck him. But this guy was yeah. like, oh my god, he was like, it's like he's never played a fucking video game in his life. So I'm they. You get to a point in the game where it's like, because you get all these computers laying around where if you read them, it gives you a tutorial. And the one tutorial you got, it's like you can double jump in your super suit thing. Oh, yeah, and then you can like stealth. And I was watching some other gameplay videos. How, yeah, there was like a stealth kill tutorial and stuff. I saw yeah. that, yeah. So, yeah, this one's like, so you can double jump. You push A, and then when you're in the air, you push A again. Like standard double jump fucking procedure with any goddamn game ever made. Yeah. Um, and. I figured out the thing really quickly, and I turn around, I'm like, where's Buddy? And I look down, and he's, like, so confused as to where I went, and he's, like, doing that thing where you're, like, looking in circles, like that oh, yeah, yeah. lost noob look. Holy shit. And I'm like, dude, you double jump. And then he, like, looked straight up at me for, like, fucking five seconds and was like, you double jump, you push A twice. And then he did it. I was like, oh, my God. And I literally... That room and the next room took like 10 minutes because I'm like, dude, just jump, double jump up here. They literally just taught you how to double jump and then they're going to make you do that for the next three minutes to make sure or you know how to double jump. the next 10 hours of gameplay. Yeah. It like, they, they basically designed it like that so you would just use double jump in like with second nature for, for mm. double jumping. But I just couldn't believe this kid. It was so fucking brutal. And then I to open doors and to open specific crates and uh, pull levers like you have to do two levers at once and stuff like that you literally have to wait for your partner to get there so the one thing I did like about the AI person is if they got stuck on something or they were really far behind and then you enter a thing where it's like you go to open the door and it says waiting for your partner they'll just literally despawn and spawn right behind you and they're at the door immediately so I'm like that's fucking cool but if you're playing with a person you have to wait and you're like, dude, I'm waiting for you to open a door. And then like, you see them and on the they're map. like looking around, rummaging oh. in the garbage can, trying to find they're silver. They're like and upgrading their weapons. And it's like, dude, open the fucking door. Jesus Christ. Like, that's why I wanted to play solo so bad. Just because incompetency mm. just trumped the freaking day. Yeah. I'm in your video, you were saying you can somebody can play free with you? Yeah. If you bought the... I think it's the yeah, the ultimate edition of Wolfenstein Youngblood. You get a buddy pass, so somebody who doesn't own the game can get invited to the game and play the full game for free. But they don't get achievements, and um, uh, I don't think their progress. Oh no, their progress does save, but they if they want to play solo, they have to buy the game, obviously. Okay, so they can only play with you. They can only and play no with achievements. You. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty good. Yeah, so, so... Well, I mean, the game's only 10 hours, too, so... Um... <laughs> yeah, we'll have to... You and me, we'll have to power it out. Yeah, If you want a good. second playthrough. Oh, yeah, definitely want a second playthrough. And Would you get it on Steam? Or Xbox Store? Uh... I got it on Xbox. Sweet. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Bradley... Bradley got it, too, but he probably got it for PlayStation. Because he streams on PlayStation. So, yeah, mm. check out Bradley's stream. Uh, what is he called again? Shit. Holy shit, Bradley, uh, I let oh, you down. I, here. Oh, I think I got it here. I let you down, Bradley. Holy fucking shit. Okay, Bradley, uh, Rodney's fired. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Um, gamer Tempo. Hi, Rodney. Done. 
I got it. Gamer Tempo. So that's just Gamer Tempo. That's his uh, stream name. Yep. So check him out. He's on Facebook. Uh, he's got 300 Easy. followers now. He's uh, mainly doing Apex. He's gold ranking Apex right now. But uh, yeah, he's. I think he's bored of Apex and he's playing some Wolfenstein Youngblood. So fuck yeah, buddy. Uh, all right. What else about the game do we like? Uh, so the, yeah, the story was kind of meh, actually. Like Wolfenstein 2 slapped you in the face like four times. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And uh, this one did not do that. This one was very predictable. Like, I, I kind of predicted the whole game before the game even started. It was uh, quite disappointing. So, yeah, like... Oh, I'm not going to spoil it because it just came out a week ago, so... But, uh, yeah, so it, what you think happens, happens. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, so, Cole, uh, what did you think about the game in terms of you watching some gameplay so i think cole is dead uh cole has really bad internet so i i'm very certain yes indeed cole is not here anymore so rodney is running solo with his ai guy which is pro tools and my computer and my microphone that's my ai for this uh, solo podcast. So I'll just continue to talk about what the game was and, and why I really liked it. And uh, I've never run solo on the podcast before. This is so strange. So, <laughs> but anyways, um, so what I really liked about the uh, game was that you customize how your twin looked. So if you got the pre-order for the game, you got uh, a special skin. And so you can apply that to your twin and you can basically make your twin look however the hell you want. So it's super cool. And actually when you start the game, you have uh, the selection screen and there's a whole bunch of different things to choose from. So so there's basically one of two options, but there's seven or eight different options. So you can choose who your twin is. So I chose Jess because Jess is hot. Um, and then you can choose um, what which um, armor you would like. Which is if you got the pre-order, I think. I think that was the pre-order thing. But then uh, you can choose what kind of helmet you want. So there's like a, a spade helmet, and then the rounder, nicer, slimmer-looking helmet. Um, and and if you got the crush ability, or if you got the cloak ability, shit like that. So yeah, it was really cool in terms of uh, how it let you customize your twin. I was actually expecting there to be some sort of online, um, not just the online co-op, but like some sort of online mode. But then again, the game was thirty bucks, so uh, I, I'm I'm somewhat asking for like a triple A price tag on the game for for some triple A price tag features. But like uh, Cole and I were saying earlier, I definitely think it's it, they were testing the waters for something else. So like, just imagine for a moment here that we're going to be into a Wolfenstein game that's like fully open world. So. Uh, Paris was very split up, uh, like I said earlier, into like 10 different instance points. So there were 10 different areas that were closed off within each other. And you had to travel to each one of them via metro train. So uh, I'm wondering if they're just going to make it one city. So like maybe it's in Berlin. Like maybe you've now shut down the rebellion in Paris. And now you've moved over to like Berlin where like the headquarters of everything is. And it's a massive open world. And you basically have to go around and, and do specific missions, and it's a seamless world. That would be super cool. Like, I'm thinking, like, Anthem level of world, not necessarily Anthem, because I don't know if it's good or not. Eric said it's it's, it's not bad now, but I, I kind of don't want to go back to Anthem. Uh, so, yeah, Anthem level of world, but not, you know... Not, like I said, Destiny, or, uh, De yeah, Destiny 2. Destiny or Anthem. We just want an open world FPS. Well, shit, it's going to be like Destiny now that I think about it. Because it's a it's a open world FPS RPG. That's that's essentially Destiny. Um, without the aliens. Just Nazis. Um, anyway, so uh, I don't know how that makes me feel. Uh, it, it makes me feel somewhat uneasy. Um, I don't think that's what Wolfenstein is supposed to be. I definitely think that it should be something something else. Yeah, the last thing we need is to have Wolfenstein turn into a shitty FBS looter shooter. Uh, no thank you. And actually going back to the online, I don't think having an online version of Wolfenstein would be good either because... Well, first of all, all the legal shit would be just mind-blowing. 
but uh, having people play as the Nazis and whatever. Because the, the, cause you know, in the pretty much all the World War II games, you never really play as the Nazis. You always play as the as the Axis, um, uh, whatever it's called, the Axis faction or whatever. It's never Nazis, so that would be super interesting to see how that would play out. But then again, nobody actually wants us. At least I think so. So. Anyways, uh, that's probably enough about Wolfenstein Youngblood. Very good game. I recommend playing it. It's definitely worth the $30 price tag. Uh, but now moving over to news, uh, there's not really much. Uh, there hasn't been much since E3, and it's been really disappointing, actually. Um, and my main man, Will, who's the news dude, is uh, not here, so uh, i got to run solo here. But uh, we had that big Fortnite tournament um, run, and uh, we had a winner today, and he won three big million dollars. So, good for him. Um, Mom said, don't play video games when you're younger, and uh, here he is, playing video games and uh, getting paid really well for it. So, good for him. Um, Fortnite Season 10. I can't say that I have gave a shit about Fortnite in s since Season 5. So, uh, I can't say that I'm excited for Fortnite Season 10. Not gonna lie. Um, I don't even know what's happening. I don't know what the map looks like. I don't know what kind of new guns or game modes or anything is in the game. So... Yeah, I don't know what to say. Um, Pokemon Go. We have uh, Rayquaza, Shiny Rayquaza coming into the game. So if you guys are Pokemon Goers, definitely check that out. Um, we also have uh, Bully 2 being teased a lot by Rockstar. So yes, yes, please make a Bully 2. Um, also, actually, I've been, I was talking about this with some other people. Why is GTA 5, like still a thing why do we not have a newer version of gta online f or whatever the fuck or is gta online just an evolving door of things who knows um oh wow this is interesting grand theft automaker has paid no uk corporation tax in 10 years well all right then fucking thieves that made grand theft auto Jeez. all right um, so, GameSpot's got basically nothing on it except everything about Fire Emblem. So, it's like the first 12 or 13 articles on the site are about Fire Emblem, so I don't think anyone gives a shit. Um, so, we also have the... So, going back to Fortnite, uh, Ninja is writing a book that will teach you to become an unstoppable gamer. Let's check this out. This has intrigued me. Uh, cause Ninja was good at Halo, and then now he's good at, uh, what the fuck's it called? Fortnite. Uh, does he even play Fortnite anymore? I'm not even paying attention. You don't hear him in the news much anymore. So, uh, Tyler Blevins, aka Ninja, the greatest gamer of all time. Pfft, easy. Easy fucking PC gamer. Um, he's writing a book, in fact, writing three books, one of which will help you, a lowly scrub, become an unstoppable gaming machine. Set to come out in August, Ninja, get good. Promises to reveal the hardworking tips for gamers seeking to emulate the man at the top, including using the best equipment, practicing with purpose, developing a streaming strategy, and pulling together the right team. August will also see the release of Ninja's Notebook, which will come with stickers, prompts, and gaming tips. And a, probably a coloring book. So you can color Ninja's hair or whatever color you want. Uh, as the team, we've been pursuing Ninja for some time, and we are thrilled that uh, in Get Good, he has produced a hugely entertaining but incredibly practical book about the art and science of gaming. Emma Smith, editorial direct of publisher Eberary, uh, says in a statement, It's going to give players across the world exactly what they want, the inside track on how to be the next Ninja. In December, Ninja will move into the realm of fiction with graphic novel entitled Ninja, The Most Dangerous Game, co-written by Justin Jordan and illustrated by Felipe Meg... Meg holy shit, how do I say that? F some person named Felipe. It's promised, it's promised a very different sort of experience that begins when Ninja receives a mysterious email inviting him to an impossibly realistic, challenging, and addictive game. As the best player in the world, Ninja is unable to resist a challenge and soon discovers that there's more to the game that meets the eye. Teleported into the Battle Royale universe, a digitized ninja must start from scratch, finding a way to win the game and save the world. Along, along the way, he meets valuable friends and ultimately fulfills a destiny larger than he could ever have imagined. Set in the fictional world created by notable comics writer Justin Jordan and comic artist Felipe, that name I can't say, this is the first in the graphic novel series that offers a new way for ninja fans of all ages to experience the gaming streamer's unmatched wits and skill. Alright. If, I mean, 
I don't know how I feel about that. I'm, I'm sure you guys are like, what the fuck's going on here? But, uh, okay, so there's a video playing of, of uh, Fortnite right now. This guy's glider is the glider that I used way back in the day. Uh, there's like exploding tornado meteor things and a volcano and it's fucked. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't really look like it's it's a lot of fun. It looks like as frustrating as it was uh, five seasons ago. Anyways, uh, I'm going to wrap up this podcast because I'm running solo and running out of things to talk about by myself. Uh, so, thanks a lot, guys, for, for listening all the way to the end. And uh, now you know... Now you know what it's like to be just just with me, just with Rodney, Rodney. Uh, but yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Let us know what you think of the show on our Facebook page, and uh, definitely check out our YouTube page. Cole's been lighting that up with uh, lots of good videos, and the video for Wolfenstein Youngblood's on there, so you can see uh, some gameplay on there if you haven't already. And uh, we would love to uh, hear what you guys think about that as well. So hopefully our site will be back up soon. I just got to slap the PP of the. Uh, uh, of our server dudes uh, some more because uh, they've been driving me freaking mental but uh, hopefully the site will be up soon and then we're probably going to revamp it and, and kind of re- evolve our site so uh, yeah anyways thanks a lot guys and we will see you all on the next one and uh, please help harass Will on whatever medium you want to uh, come back to the show anyways peace <laughs>